You're listening to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy, where we cover sales, investing, and entrepreneurship with an emphasis on real estate. Each podcast, Terrence and his guests will bring you informative and inspiring information within the real estate industry. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Um, I'm going to start off with my quote. It's short today. Only those who do nothing make no mistakes. It's that simple. Uh, so if you're not doing anything, you're not going to make any mistakes. So quit being so hard on yourselves as entrepreneurs. The reason you got into this space is to jump out there and try stuff and um, keep going. Keep your head up. Keep believing in yourself and just know that you will fall down and you got to get back up. So I got a guest today, Allie Boone. I'm excited to talk about her story. Formerly an aerospace engineer, Allie Boone is an entrepreneur, real estate investor, author and real estate investing coach. She was a longtime writer for Bigger Pockets and has been featured on The Motley Fool, Fox Business, Business Insider, Investopedia, and U.S. News. She recently authored a Not Your How-To Guide to Real Estate Investing, Life Lessons for Hacking Your Mind Before You Hack Your Wallet. Welcome her to the show today. You know, when I read that she was an aerospace engineer, I was like, she's a genius. <laughs> uh, well, but, uh, we're really good at faking it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So welcome to the show today. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, you know, we'd like to start off real quick. Um, just give us a quick synopsis, a quick rundown in a minute or so of who you are, your background, your story, and, um, you know, why you're a real estate entrepreneur. Yeah. So, I mean, the short of it is you kind of hit it. I used to be an aerospace engineer by title. I, well, by brain is maybe another story, but, you know, <laughs> I grew up with a typical mindset. Go to school, get good grades, get a secure job, retire when you're 65. So that's what I did. And that's how I landed in engineering. But pretty much the minute I walked into my first cubicle, I was like, nope, not going to work, which was very unfortunate because I had just been in school for a very long time. Mm. And so I spent the next five years during my engineering job trying to find my way out. Mm. And I was researching everything, business, real estate. I didn't know what the out was. I had a lot of skills. I was obviously an engineer. I was flying airplanes, but none of those really kind of applied to something that would get me out of a nine to five job. And that's what I was looking for. So I kept exploring everything and I'm sure we'll dive in more into this, but eventually some real estate investing opportunities came my way. And I thought, oh, well, while I'm trying to figure my way out of corporate, I'll at least do something smart with my money because I don't know when I leave corporate, if I'll even have any money. So I started investing and through doing that, I started meeting other people. It was kind of the first time I met people who were a lot more like-minded like I was, kind of adventurous, smart, risk-taking. And I started investing on the side. And through that, it just became, uh, it just kind of exploded where I started talking to so many people about investing. I got my real estate license. One thing led to another where I really kind of started a side hustle with investing. And that side hustle eventually became a whole business. And that's what got me out of corporate. And so this year is actually going to be my 10 year anniversary of oh. walking out of corporate. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I've, I've had the entrepreneur life for 10 years, roller coaster that it is. And that's where I am today. And it's, you know, obviously things have kind of grown, expanded. I'm working with different things, but yeah, that's, that's just the very short of how I got here. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, let me ask you this. This is in, it's not in the script, right? Uh, would you go back now that you've been out as an to entrepreneur for 10 part? years? <laughs> <laughs> would you go back to a nine to five now that you're an, you've been an entrepreneur for 10 years? No. Quick no. and easy. No. And even, even in my worst days, no, the answer is no, I couldn't go back. Yep. No brainer. 
Love it. Love no it. brainer. And the very first year that I did it, I had never been more broke, never more stressed. And my parents were like, well, you could go back. And I was like, I will sooner be homeless on the beach before I go back to a nine to five. I don't care what the stress level is. Love it. Love it. Well, you burn the bridge. You burn the boats, you burn the bridge. You're like, I'm not going back. Yeah, I think that's something yeah. that I try to really get my listeners to understand. Like anything worthwhile will be sacrificed. Anything worthwhile. Yeah. If it's easy then there's no sacrifice because everybody's doing it, right? So anything yeah. worthwhile, if there's like, you know, gold at the end of the rainbow or something on the other side of the hill or whatever, there will be a sacrifice. And um, I always tell yeah. people on the other side of fear is what you want. And I really mm -hmm. try to push my kids and my wife and like on the other side of fear is exactly what you want. But a lot of people get blocked yep. at that fear mountain. So congrats to that, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, thanks. And I, I will just a quick add to that is, you know, people think, oh, well, if I'm going to go past that fear and get my dream lifestyle, they think that dream lifestyle is not going to also have stress. It's like, dude, there's going to be stress on both sides of this equation. Which version of stress would you rather have? And that's that I pick the side of my dream lifestyle. Doesn't mean it's perfect. Doesn't mean it's flawless. It's going to have stress, but that's part of it. It's not a it's not a perfect experience. Yep. Choose your heart. That's the new thing everybody's yep. saying. Choose your heart. It's going to be yeah. hard either way. Just choose which one you want. Yep. No, I love it. Exactly. So we got a section called Coming In Hot. This is something we started. Um, you know, this is, we're, uh, I guess, 13 months into the podcast. It's barely a year old. I just decided to start it and start running out there doing it. And I think we've hit 40,000 downloads in the first, you know, 11, 12 Congrats. months. Yeah. So. Um, awesome. But we started a new section. So in season three, we want to do a section called Coming In Hot. Now, we don't hear the music. I need a button like where I can like press it and the music comes on. But we'll slide <laughs> that in there. So Coming In Hot is a rapid questions, right? So I'm just going to boom. I'm going to throw them at you and you just got to answer them fast. Okay? You, okay. Re you ready? So you got to answer them in yep, like one ready. word or one sentence. I'm like, like <laughs> I know. Stretch, stretch. <laughs> I'm ready. You're like, All I right. didn't know I was going to be on a game show. <laughs> Have a little button like smack. <laughs> <laughs> so one word, one sentence. You ready? College degree or no college degree? Do Multiple college degrees. Got it. What was your greatest challenge as a child? Isolation. Love it. What was your attempt, your first attempt at entrepreneurship? <laughs> Becoming an inventor that my grandfather absolutely shot down. <laughs> what was the worst real estate entrepreneurial advice that you've ever gotten from someone? The worst advice. You definitely got to start with wholesaling. <laughs> <laughs> that would tickle me. Because everybody, never mind. We're just going to keep going. All right. Who's the one person that made the biggest impact on your real estate career? His name is Matt. He's also an investor and he taught me everything about lifestyle design. Love it. Love it. Good job. I think, we, you know, what we need to do, I need to get a stopwatch. I need to get a stopwatch. <laughs> I'm like, the all time record now is 4.3 seconds. No, that's good. That's good. Oh, well, if this is a competition, let's do it again. Oh, <laughs> I could go, I'm like, I can go faster. And I was so, I was like, one word, one word, one word, don't ramble. Oh, if we're, if we're doing a competition version. Yeah. Bring me back. We'll, I'll compete. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's true. Like, like for real, Kyle, let's add a stopwatch to that and we'll start timing people. 
That'll make it fun. Cool, man. I love it. So let's go into some free flow questions. Okay. Yeah. So among real estate entrepreneurs that are willing, obviously, to do the work and be patient, like you talked about earlier, what are the top three things they should be doing right now? Just in general. Learning. I can't tell you how many people just try and fly off into an investment and they don't actually know what they're doing. So learn, get a mentor. You're, there's going to be obstacles and challenges and nothing has helped me get over those better than having a mentor and enjoy what you're doing. Like figure out what it is you actually enjoy. Don't do it just because you should be doing it or you think that's what you're supposed to do. Find the thing you enjoy. It's going to make a big difference down the road. No, I love it. That's good wisdom. There's a lot of wisdom in that. Make sure y'all rewind and hear that because it's so important to the, I say the maturation process as an entrepreneur, like everybody wants this microwave success. And it's like, I can't just put it in there and hit 30 seconds and boom, it, voila, it's happening. Right. So I love that. Right. What's your biggest struggle over the last couple of months that you said, you know what? I've learned a lot from that experience because you know, a lot of times, and these podcasts and these shows, everybody's just talking about success, success. But what's the biggest struggle you've had mm -hmm. over the last couple of months? Well, the one that's been on my brain the most recently is currently the way most of my business is structured is my income and the fate of everything that I'm doing is 100% dependent on other people. Mm. It's dependent on the people selling the properties to perform like they should. It's dependent on the people buying the properties. And what I don't like about that equation is that my fate is in other people's hands. And that's fine for some percentage of my business or my future career or whatever it is. But what that's leading me to want to do is take more control over, again, my finances, my fate, my career, everything, where I'm not completely reliant on other people to perform in order for it to keep trucking. And that's, it's kind of, it's a question now of how do I do that? It's a big one. I'll help you. Seriously. I'm very passionate about that because I grew up with a single mom and humble beginnings. And when we, when when she lost her job, we had no other income streams, right? And it's just like, mm -hmm. and obviously now fast forward, we're adults, you're an adult. But I've always carried the mentality is a person with options is a person with power. So yeah. if I only have one college that I get into, well, guess what? If I want to go to college, I'm going to that college, right? If I have, exactly. you know, this opportunity, blah, blah, blah. So I always say, let's create multiple income streams. Not, yeah, the lifestyle, great, yep. good for them. But it's more of the freedom and the power that it gives you that if this income stream gets knocked on his ass or whatever goes wrong or what, it's yep. just life. Well, I'm not losing too much sleep because I got this one, this one, this one, this one. So um, yeah, yep. we, we need to circle back. I got some ideas to run by you that you may be interested in. Um, Ooh, no, oh, oh, oh boy. I'm a sponge. Yeah. I love new stuff. No. Cause I, I love your energy and I'm real big on finding people uh, that, you know, have the right energy. I think everything starts with the mindset and the energy. And if those two things are right, oh, you can truly, 100%. you can accomplish anything. So yeah. Oh, I think my, I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. I think mindset, every struggle that I've ever had and every time I've been forced to overcome something, it's been a mindset shift. The mindset is what has caused the problems and the mindset shift is what fixes all of my problems. And I have not found an exception to that. It's all about perspective and it's all about mindset. So when you can learn to adjust your mindset, world's at your fingertips. It is. It is. Wow. That's cool. Okay. What is one thing you think people aren't paying attention to in the real estate market that needs to be on their radar? Like, hey, people aren't really paying attention to this, but I think this needs to be on your radar. What would that be? 
themselves. Mm. I think it's it's a complicated industry. It's hard for us to get into. We didn't learn it in school. I get it. It's it's just kind of a you don't know what you don't know type of thing. But kind of going back to my the you should wholesale, you should flip properties, you should listen to this guru. And I feel like people are so busy focused outwards on the things they should be doing or whatever, they're not taking into consideration themselves. What are their strengths? What would best achieve their goals? And people just don't look inside because you don't really picture looking inside in order to be an investor. You're looking at the money, you're looking at the deals, you're looking at everything outside of you. I think I think a lot of people are missing the boat on focus internally to then expand outwardly. Wow. We, we got to partner up in some kind of way. Oh boy, I'm so excited. No, for real. <laughs> remember that remember that isolation thing? I work by myself. I'd love to work with more people. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of wisdom in what you said. It's crazy that we're having this conversation on a damn podcast. Forgive my language. But I just was talking to my <laughs> wife last night about just self-reflection and yeah. truly like just focusing on the things that people aren't talking about, right? Like truly, what do I want yeah. out of life, right? Truly, like where am I at mental health-wise? Like truly. Where am I at? Like, cause health is wealth, right? And um, and are you really yeah. enjoying what the hell you're doing, right? Cause it's just like you get on yeah. this Ferris wheel and you just you just go, go, go. So nah, this is this is good, man. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Next question. What have you started doing recently that you don't believe anybody else is doing in the real estate space that gives you a competitive edge? I have really started, I've kind of always done this, but I've really started focusing on the new investors. Uh, I just did, recorded a video that I'm, I'm calling it the overwhelm epidemic. People are trying to get into this and they're so overwhelmed. It's stopping them in their tracks. So I'm trying to address that kind of problem. I'm trying, like we talked about the mindset. Most people in real estate are trying to teach you the logistics or the technical side. I'm really trying to attack that psychology mindset side because I feel like that ultimately is what goobers everybody up later. So I'm really trying to just kind of attack that of like, hey, let's stop this from being so complicated. Let's stop this from driving you crazy and stopping in your tracks. So that's that's the angle that I really want to take. And I haven't really seen a lot of other people doing that. No, I love it. Yeah. We're in, you know, it used to be America was built in the industrial age, right? So Henry yeah. Ford model and all that stuff. But then we have moved and transitioned into the information age. And you won't be yeah. successful without the information, but it's so many gurus, it's so many specialists, it's so many TikTok so many. <laughs> stars, uh, right? Oh, I'm I, exhausted I, even thinking about it. You should do this. You shouldn't do that. Don't listen to that person. That's a scam. Ah, and I see so many people's heads exploding. Like I do real estate investing coaching. Easily, the majority of people I talk to are in exactly that spot. There's too much information. It's the world of TMI. Yep. Too much information, and they don't know how to sort through it. And I get it because, again, we don't have school classes about this. Yep. Yep. No, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I even try to say, you know what? That's where everybody's like, oh, man, we heard about your podcast, but why didn't we know about it a couple months ago? Because I'm just growing organically. Like, I want it to just be a natural yep community that comes to this yeah. podcast versus well let's go get this person on let's go give it to your old nfl teammates like i don't yep. like, i'm not interested in all that like i want it to be organic so yep yeah that's good yep exactly okay so all right these next three questions they're not kind of like the, the one earlier um you don't have to answer them in one word but we're gonna fly through them okay so huh, what okay so i can breathe on this one you can breathe on this one <laughs> So what's your secret to good time management? Like what hack do you have for good time management? 
I'm actually terrible at time management, but <laughs> one thing that really makes the difference is when I have the drive and I feel the motivation again, it's that internal thing versus like, I should schedule this and I should, you know, all those logistics of how to time manage mine is internal. It's that drive because when I'm driven and I want to do the thing and I want to accomplish the thing, my time management gets very efficient because I am motivated. So motivation slash drive is my answer to that. Love it. Finding that passion. What's your yeah. secret to good branding? If you were to give a new entrepreneur, a real estate entrepreneur, any advice on branding, what would be that uh, thought? You have to be yourself and you have to be real. There's people are sick of the sales guys and the like, well, if you buy now, you know that because it's not real people these days are attaching themselves to real. And the nicest thing about you being real and being truly yourself is you don't have any competition because you're the only you. So I think branding, the key is being you doing the things that are you, your style, doing it your way. Nobody can compete with that. We've met before. I don't know how, but we've met before. <laughs> I always say, I say, I literally say, be you, everybody else is already taken. I say yeah. that all the time. Yep. Be you, everybody else is already like, taken. Like, who cares about competitors? You won't have any if you're you. <laughs> Nobody else can be you. Everybody else is already taken, so be nope. you. No, that's good. Nobody. That's Sometimes good. that's good and bad, but. <laughs> yep, yep. Learn to leverage the pros and cons, right? Just be okay with being who you are. Yep. Like, I'm okay yep, with just exactly. who I am. Great. It's who God made me. And this is who I'm, I'm going to walk in this person. <laughs> I can't, well, I, what I'm going to do, yep. jump out of this Embrace body. And, you quirks know? and all. Yeah. The good news about today, people love quirks. Let them fly. Like, don't, don't muffle that. Like, don't become this salesy person. Just let the quirks fly. That's what people get attached to. Yeah. HGTV and own network and a couple other people reached out to me to do a real estate show on what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I got pretty far along and I'll sell this. I'll make this quick. And pretty far along in the process. And I was down to like the final couple of candidates for the show. And I remember they were like, okay, so we need to do an interview on Friday. I was like, great, cool. So set up the interview, get ready to get on Zoom. They canceled on me and said, we need to move it. Our top producer needs to move it to Sunday. And I was like, I can do any day but Sunday. And they're like, well, we have to do it on <laughs> Sunday. And I was like, it's my little girl's birthday party at my house. She was, I was like, I can't, I can't do it on Sunday. And they're like, well, if you want to do it on Sunday, and I said, well, what time? And they said, well, at this time, it was the exact time of the birthday party. I said, I can literally do <laughs> any day but that time on Sunday. And they're like, well, that's the only time he's available. And I was like, you know what? Bird goes to you. I'm done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm not interested. So, yeah, just got to be you. Have you ever recruited? I feel like the universe just, like, put that test right in front of you. Because, like, the same day and the same time, the universe is like, which one are you going to choose? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you chose the right one. 100%. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. So have you ever built a team? Tell me like, what's a, what's one of the uh, strategies or processes that you've done to build a team or recruit someone or leverage yourself? Like walk me through what that looks like or any thoughts around that. Oh, funny you ask about that now. I'm in the process of trying to hire someone for something and I just want to ram my head into the wall. Um, you know, some of my key employees that have worked with me now for somewhere in the like seven to 10 year range, where I found the most success with people I work with is when there's a very obvious natural flow. They understand me, I understand them. And we really kind of play off each other's strength and strengths and weaknesses. Like 
one of the women who works for me, I call her my tramp, like my marketing translator. I don't understand marketing stuff. I don't understand any of that. And she knows that. And she can, uh, she uses her strength in marketing to explain to me in a way that I'll understand. And I do the things I'm good at. She does the things she's good at. And the biggest thing with all of them is everyone that works for me is better at what they're doing than I would be if I tried to do it. And I give them that honor. You're better at this than I am. You do it. Because when, again, when we're all working to our strengths, it just gives a better product. So I really look for that natural flow, which is what I've not been finding with this current hire I need to hire. And it, because that ultimately really is what carries it through. And I, it's given me long-term employees that have really, I can honestly say if it weren't for them, I would not have my success in my company. Like that's how big of a role they play with me. Love it. Love it. I got a solution for you on that too. We'll talk offline on that. Oh man. I'm so excited. Yep. <laughs> I am. The, I love solutions to help people scale and grow and alleviate pain points. Like that's something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about seeing people grow and achieve great things. But, yep. I'm, but I'm really good at helping them create business solutions. So, all right. I got a couple more questions. You got time? I'm ready. I'm all right. Ready. So what's the craziest story or the craziest thing that's happened to you in a transaction? Like almost like America's America's funniest home video type stuff. Like what's the craziest thing that's happened to you in a, in a transaction? I was thinking of one answer, but I think that's more the category of like the most traumatic. Oh, we don't want that. Uh, <laughs> but do you know, I'm like, that one's, that one's not America's funniest home videos. That's more of a, a lot of people lost in that one. You know, I think, uh, I can't come up with a specific one right this second, but I will say that when I started real estate investing, I was working with pre-construction developments in Nicaragua. Yes. The third world country. Wow. And what was awesome about that, but also funny was the people that were attracted to that kind of thing. You have to be a certain level of adventurous and arguably crazy to do that kind of stuff. So I was going to Nicaragua all the time and meeting other investors that were interested in this. And I'll tell you what, the personality quirks of real estate investors sometimes, I mean, you can just sit back with a drink in your hand and just be like, what in the <laughs> you know, I, again, it's not a very funny story because it's not an actual story, but the people involved with real estate, it's just a certain level of quirky personality that is, man, it, it speaks to my psychology side. That's for sure. But man almighty, it's uh, it can, and then you throw a few drinks in it with people. Oh, they're out. God only knows. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say real estate agents, you know, cause you know, being a pro athlete and being a D one college athlete and then just meeting so many people, that was the one thing that yeah. playing at Texas A&M in front of a hundred thousand people and millions on TV, I was an introvert and it forced me into, you know, relationships and community and cause people are yeah. just in your face. They don't, they don't care what's going on. They don't care if yep. you're eating a burger. They don't care if you walk into class, like they're coming in your face and they're asking for an autograph and they're telling you their yep. story. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, yep. it's just crazy in real estate agents. I've seen so many different personalities. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Once I didn't even know existed, like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my wife always say God got creative for sure. All right. Last couple questions. Oh, God. Yeah. This is your moonshot. So we say to the moon. So this is like your crazy, audacious, hairy goal. All right. So what's the one goal okay. or dream that you have that others think is impossible for you to achieve or see? What's that moonshot? I will say I'm not a bucket list person because if I want to do something, I usually just go do it. But there is <laughs> one, 
there is one lingering thing that I've always wanted to do, and it would be a dream, and I have not done it. Me, Terrence Murphy. I would, I would give anything. <laughs> See? Complete. Bucket list complete. In addition to that one, <laughs> I have always wanted to go on the circuit as a monster truck driver. Wow. That's cool. So that's your moonshot. Quite frankly, I don't know how to make that happen. So if anybody listening has a connection on a monster truck circuit, they'll find you. They will find you. No, I like that. And I already kind of think it's impossible, but definitely everyone else thinks it's impossible. They're like, yeah, have fun with that. Hey, nothing's impossible. I'm telling you. You, I'm (laughs) telling you, man, like nothing. Cool. So it depends on how much work I'd have to put into it. Yeah, you're going to have to learn now. It's going to be dangerous, but you can make it happen. I believe in you. I'm your, I'm your first person <laughs> to give you that faith step. Got it. Go for it. Sweet. Like Terrence said, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, he said you can do it. So <laughs> what's the book you recommended, right, for our audience, right? We always tell all our guests because we have, um, you know, and I always wanted to say this, literally don't make rocket science out of it. And then <laughs> you're... <laughs> And I always say that to my team. uh, Real estate investing does not require rocket science. And now we have an aerospace (laughs) engineer, so I can say it's not rocket science, right? I can sign my name to that. It is not rocket science. Although some days it kind of feels like it, but. Yep. So (laughs) what book did you suggest and why? So I think you you suggested um, not your how-to guide to real estate investing, life lessons from on hacking your mind before you hack your wallet by... And that is a decently biased recommendation because it's my book. Exactly. But shameless, shameless plug. <laughs> I actually Go ahead and get genuinely it. do recommend it. Yeah. So, <laughs> shameless plug. So why? Well, yeah. So like the reason I recommend this book and the reason that I wrote it is a lot of what we've talked about is what I've watched in real estate investing is the mindset challenge and people skip right over this. So my idea for this book was to make it a prerequisite to the how-to guides. You can buy books to learn how to flip, how to wholesale, all that kind of stuff. But what about the mindset component? What about the stuff that makes this industry complicated? What about choosing a strategy, figuring out how to best navigate that? Because I feel like that is what holds people up. So I wrote this book, Not Your How-To Guide to Real Estate Investing, Life Lessons on Hacking Your Mind Before You Hack Your Wallet. And most of everything in there, while it's a real estate book, it does apply to other aspects of life also. But I really dive into the industry, kind of untangle why it feels complicated sometimes. Spoiler alert, I do actually give a little how-to guide at the end of how to really get started and set yourself up for success. There's interviews with successful investors with different strategies so you can get a better feel for like the day in the life of. Because if someone says, you should wholesale, you should flip. Well, should you? Maybe, maybe not. So the whole book is geared towards that navigation. I tried to put some personality in it, tried to make it fun because there's not really a lot of fun real estate investing books out there. But yeah, I think even if you've started investing, it can help you kind of clarify your path a little bit. But especially if you're getting started, you're new, you're confused, whatever's going on. I think it's it's the only mindset book that I really know. Rich Dad, Poor Dad obviously was the mindset book. That's what really changed everybody. But since then, I feel like not as many people focus on the mindset. So that was my goal with this one. And I may have set up a link for your folks to download a free copy of this book. So the link is my company's name is Tipster Investments. So if you go to hipsterinvestments.com slash RE entrepreneur, then you can get a free digital copy. If you're like me and you need to hold a paperback, there's a link to the Amazon uh, link on there. But for a free digital copy, copy, I got too excited. It's yours. 
So run that back one more time just so everybody can hear it. What's the link so that we can go get this copy of the book? It's www. Do people say that part now? I don't even know. That feels like 10 years ago. So <laughs> it's hipsterinvestments.com slash RE entrepreneur. So like real estate entrepreneur. Love it. Got it. Got it. So we'll make sure we put that in the show notes just so, so like, people have that a That makes up for a shameless plug, right? If I give you, if I offer a copy. There of it, it like, is. They there it is. Out. Yep. There it is. <laughs> So how can people find you? Let's close with your final thought to the audience. And then how can people find you? Final thought. And then how can people find you or vice versa, whatever you feel? The easiest way to find me is, well, if you Google my name, I'm, I've been rambling on for 10 years, so I'm all over the place. But if you just go to that link, the same one for the book, there's also information on there of how to contact me. So you can be in touch anytime. Uh, you'll have access to my company's website. i like I said, I'm all over the place. So I'm not hard to find. And I love hearing from people. So definitely reach out. And if I were to give parting advice, you know, obviously I'm on the psychology side of this, the mindset side. And as people are getting started, my favorite quote in the world is don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade shoes with. Mm. So if you're wanting, you know, lifestyle design and financial freedom and all that kind of stuff, think twice before you follow the guy in the suit working nine to five behind the desk, you know, like, so that quote for me has changed everything because every single day I ask myself, should I take this advice? And it helps me sift through all of that. And so it's helped me. So hopefully it will help you also. Wow. There's a lot of wisdom in that. I'm going to chew on that quote. Could you repeat that one more time? Don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade shoes with. Wow. That's awesome. Well, man, thank you for being a great guest. Man, I had a lot of fun. Talk to you soon, Terrence. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Please subscribe on whichever platform you are listening and consider leaving a five-star review as that will help us gain traction and continue to bring you knowledge in the real estate industry. For more content, head over to terrencemurphy.com.